Hello, and welcome back to Enlightened Empaths, your community for the spiritually awakened. This is our third bonus episode, and if you've been listening, you realize that this is where we want to showcase people who are really walking their talk. They're raising the vibration. They're overcoming odds in their own life so that they can share their light with others. And today, we're very blessed to have Kaylin Revenz with us, and Kaylin is a native Arizonian currently living in the Midwest. She's married to her husband of over 30 years and has two children, two son-in-loves, and two grandchildren whom she loves to spoil. She's a devoted member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and the proud mother of her gay son. She's the author of the book, It Was Never About Me, A Latter-day Saint Mother's Journey Toward Loving Acceptance of Her Gay Son's Reality, which will be coming out this year in 2021. As the chief celebration officer of her business, Kaylin Revenge Coaching, celebrate you. Her passion is being a speaker, spiritual th- teacher, LGBTQ plus advocate and ally, angelic Reiki practitioner, life coach and author. She has her master's of arts in education and adult education and training, and has been teaching adults and youth for over 30 years. She believes that each person, regardless of gender, race, culture, or ethnicity, is first and foremost a human being born free and equal in dignity and rights. She's a movement maker and helps LGBTQ plus individuals navigate the waters towards loving and accepting themselves as well as supporting their family and friends. She loves being an energy healer, entrepreneur, and making an impact in the world and the lives of her clients and those she presents to. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us today, Kaylin. I am just beyond honored and excited to be here, Denise and Samantha. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this grand opportunity. Oh, we are so excited. Can you start us off by telling listeners how you came to be an advocate for the LGBTQ plus community? Because it's such a fascinating story. Boy, I'll tell you what, never in my wildest dreams as a young person would I have ever thought that this would be my opportunity. But everything kept bringing that around and bringing that around to where it became very apparent. And it's such a long story, so I'm just going to condense it down. Um, Our son came out in 2012, almost 10 years ago, um, saying that he was gay. And we raised our children. We live in the Midwest, but when we raised them, we were living in Northern Utah at the time. And that would have been a really hard place for him to have come out. And to be honest with you, it would have been a really hard place for me to accept his reality at at that time of my life. When we moved to the Midwest, um, being exposed to all walks of life, all different backgrounds, beautiful people who are focused on faith and family. And that doesn't matter what faith, but family is critical and important. And I always knew that that was a big um, component of my life and and for for me and my family. And so when our son came out, it, it took me, it took me two, two and a half years to wrap my head around what was happening. And the day that it really sunk in was the day that Jesus had a come to Jesus meeting with me. And my daughter that morning, it was like two years in my daughter says, mom, if you do not do something now, you are going to lose your son forever. 
And at this time, our son was um, engaged to another young man and not the one that he's currently married to. We'll come back to that in a bit, but at the one at the time. And so I was like, what? So that was the beginning. And so I felt prompted to um, go to at the time, the website was called mormonandgays.org, and I believe it's shifted since then, and I can't remember for sure what it is. And so I was going through, and I was like, oh, my gosh, these folks, these are beautiful people, and all they want is the same thing that I want. They just want to be loved, liked, and accepted. So let me just quickly back up. Our son had just become engaged, and I was a self-righteous pompous poo. That's just all I have to say. I was not a nice person when um, the uh, young man had come to ask for our son's hand in marriage. Oh, oh, it was just terrible. I was just not a nice person. And what happens is when my son has confrontation, he pulls back. He has to totally pull back. So we hadn't we hadn't seen him or talked with him in like two months and something I knew was up and I had to do something. So I see this website and I see these beautiful people and, and my heart is just like going out to them. And then I'm walking through the living room a little later on in the day and there's this TV show up there and it was on. I, I don't watch this show hardly ever. And the father is saying to the son, you can't let anybody else live your life for you. Not even me. You can't do that. You need to stand up and live your own life. And it was like, oh, there's, there's another smack in the face. And so then later on in the day, I thought, oh, I think I just want to kind of like, you know, chill, watch a movie. I found this movie called Home Run. And I thought it was a baseball movie. <laughs> no, it was about a baseball player who is an alcoholic on the 12 step program. And he goes through this journey and he's judging people. And by the time he gets to where he needs to be, because he has pulled the crap out of his being, right. He's done his inner work. He could then see everyone in his community for who they really are and the realities that they were experiencing. And, and it was like, that was like the last straw of the day. It was like, okay. And I could hear Jesus going, okay, Kaylin, you got this? <laughs> you got this? And I'm like, yes, I got this. So I call up my son. I mean, my husband, and I said, honey, as soon as you get home from work, we have to go to our son's house. I have to apologize. I have to. So of course we hadn't seen him. And so I had to, you know, thinking I needed to take something as a bribe. So I took his favorite things, which are Pringles peanut M&Ms and sour gummy worms. And he loves to eat them all together. So I'm like, if anything, I've got, you know, this bribery of food, maybe he'll let me in the door. So we get to his house and I knock on the door and he, he had been laying down. And so he gets to the door and he opens it up because he was home by himself. And I said, I'm so sorry. Can you forgive me for being so horrible because I am the one that was in the wrong and I am asking for your forgiveness. And he threw his arms around me and he says, mom, I'm just like anybody else. I just want to be loved and I want to love and I want to have a life just like you and dad do. He says, that's all I want. And for the very first time, in my life, 
I finally saw my son. I finally saw him for all that he is not. And and him being gay, hello, just a portion of who he is. I don't go around saying, hey, I'm Kaylin, I'm heterosexual. You know, I don't do that. But he is so much more than, than that. And that was the first day that I saw all of him. And that was the day that it put me on a trajectory that I had no idea I was going to be going down. And I can remember coming back a few years later from a mastermind event in Winnipeg, Canada. And going up there, I was like, something is stirring inside my soul. There is something here that is bubbling and churning, and it's going to come out, and I don't know what it is. And as soon as I started the event, it was a three-day event, my mastermind coach, he starts off with me, super intuitive guy, and he's like, Kaylin, you've got something going through. And all of a sudden, it just came like this verbal vomit coming out. And I said, I'm to be working with the LGBTQ plus community and the Christian community that have these children and these individuals and their families and their lives. And I was completely shocked. I was like, wait, what did I just say? It kind of like took me back. That whole weekend was about me realizing and having experiences that everyone's just human. We're all just people. We're all, we're all the same. We're all the same. We all breathe. And because of the fact that we are human beings and we breathe, that right there, we have already earned our dignity and need to be respected for who we are as a human. So on my way back home, I was like talking to God because it's, it's a nine hour drive. And I'm like, okay. Let's, let's have this conversation. Are, are we really sure this is what we're doing here? And, and I'm like, I'm like arguing back and forth, back and forth. And finally, I hear this voice inside my head saying, Kaylen, you were born to do this. You have always been ready for this. Now it's time. And that was when the download for the book came. That was when my, the title of the book came. It was never about me because it's never been about me. Although I thought it was about me, but it wasn't. And a Latter-day Saint mother's journey toward loving acceptance of her gay son's reality. And then it just became easy. Um, all of a sudden, I, I just see people as people. And nothing hurts my heart more and when families have rejected their children, like, I don't, I don't get that. Just because they say that they have, you know, they're gay or lesbian or trans or bisexual or queer. I, yeah. It, it's not the human being. And, right. you know, you made a really good point that you're very strong with your own faith in religion, but that this applies to any faith in religion. And for your son, for your family, for your community, this is huge. But so how, how do you balance, because you are still active with your church mm -hmm. and you are also an amazing, amazing advocate for the LGBTQ plus mm -hmm. community. How do you find that balance? Here's the secret. And I've got a friend who really nailed this home. I have completely 
invested my time in my faith to know and stand true to who I am as a human being, to who I am as a child of God, to who I am as, as a person of belief in a higher power. And because I am so committed and I, how do I put this into words? I've been given glimpses of eternity. That would be the best way I could say that. And so because I have this been given this and because I've taken the time to understand what is, what does it mean to be someone who's a follower of Jesus Christ? Well, who was Jesus Christ? What did he do? He loved, he loved and he loved and he loved. And when I realized that it was never my position or my calling or my mission to judge that the only thing that I had ever been asked to do ever was to love the person sitting in front of me and to accept that this is their reality. I may not understand it and that's okay, but this is what their reality is. This is what they're going through. And because of that, I can be an advocate for them because everybody else is gone. Their family and friends have left their community, their church community, their, their church family that they belong to. And they don't realize, they, they don't think that they have anything because maybe they did have a belief in a higher power. And when I've had clients that are like, wait, they, God never left me. And I'm like, ding, 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 ding. God never left you, never left you. Everybody else did, but God knows who you are. Hello. He created you. He knew exactly what he was doing when he created you to be all that you are. And that includes you. If you are gay, lesbian, trans, doesn't matter. He knew exactly because there is beautiful lessons for all of us here and opportunities for us to, and this is my firm belief, once again, to be able to love the other person and accept that this is their reality, even though I may not understand it. I can love that person regardless. Oh, I totally agree with that. I have always felt so passionately about this whole topic and I get really angry whenever people get judgmental. And I have a, a friend who's very, very religious and she was saying, you know, oh, well, I, I love all, all LGBTQ plus people. I just, you know, I just think it goes against the Bible. And, uh, oh, you know, so I was like, I'm not going to, I just, I'm past the age where I'm going to debate, you know? Yep, I do. So I just mentioned to her this story about these two gay swans in Florida. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the cutest. It's, it's throughout the whole, it's throughout the, all the net, the, the um, nature kingdom, right? Yes. 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 So I tell her the story about these two little swans who are married and they've like adopted this solo cup as their baby. It is the sweetest story. Well, she had never heard of homosexuality in nature. Oh, that's where, yeah, that's. So I sent her like all these articles. That's what changed her. And she was like, well, God created all of them. So I don't know. It was the strangest thing, but that's what changed her. So you never know. And it taught me don't come at people, you know, like if I had engaged in that debate, it might be, but because I was just like, okay, well, you know, here's the way I think of it and told this cute little story. It, it changed the whole thing. 
Oh, absolutely. I I think that's important. And I'm so happy for you and your son. Can you tell us um, more about the book and what people can hope to find in it? Oh, yes. And it's, this is about understanding. This is, of course, you know, my experience. What I firmly believe that the LGBTQ community are here to teach us as, as a whole world, because it's in every country. And there are some countries that it's still forbidden and people can still be like imprisoned or killed. That's a horrifying thought that, oh, I can't even go there because I'll start crying again because it's just, that's just not meant to be. And this is about understanding that we're the ones that are making our child or our friend or family members issue about us, that it's our problem. And it was never our problem. We claimed it as our own and their life experience was never for us to claim. It's for us to do our own work. And this really is about what is it that that each of us can do to be more of ourselves, of our real selves, of our true selves, what inner work needs to be done, what healing needs to be done, what are the shadows that we need to look at, what fears do we have around us that are preventing us from loving that person that's in front of us that we're related to, that we know that might be even intimate with. That's, that is what this is about, is being able to realize we have our own inner work to do, and I'm going to go back to the scripture. It's in um, Matthew in the New Testament, where it's like, hey, you know, you are so excited to go pull that beam or that moat out of somebody else's eye, when in fact, you've got this big old beam in yours. And I realized this was the powerful thing when I pulled my own beams out, because I had a lot of them. All of a sudden, there was no moat in my son's eye, because there never was. There never was because they came exactly as who they are meant to be. When we can sit in that space of going, huh, it really wasn't about me. This was, this was all about them living their story and me living mine and me realizing that if I'm going to do, if I'm going to be a follower of a faith of, and believe in a higher power, I really need to act it. And for those that, that are members of my faith, and even for those who aren't, How invested have I become in my own faith? How have I drawn closer to my God, to my higher power, so that I can can be all that I am meant to be for me? Because then I am all that I am meant to be for that family member, that child, that spouse or, or relative. It's deeply empowering. And that's what this book is about. It's about and, and the last part, this is the most critical. It's about strengthening the family bond and saving the lives of, of, these, of these individuals. There's just too many, in my opinion, LGBTQ community members that are committing suicide, that are being murdered, that these things are happening. This is an atrocity and it should never be happening. And it's our responsibility to make sure that we really are our brother and sister's keeper and to love them for all of who they are, not just aspects of them, but and love and see them and affirm them for all of who they are. That's what this book is about. That is so beautiful. And you are, you can feel the passion when you talk about this 
And my gut feeling is if someone had told you 10 years ago or 12 years ago that you'd be, you know, waiting to officiate a gay marriage and you'd be an advocate and you'd be writing this book, you probably would have not agreed wholeheartedly. (laughs) Yep. I would have said they were smoking something. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, what is your, I mean, you're doing this beautiful work. How, how can we all come together with this and support one another? Because I think tolerance, acceptance, and realizing we're all in this together are a huge part of it. But my, my premise has always been, it doesn't matter who you choose. You have to go through the same stuff in relationships. Because you know what the secret is? It's not about the tolerance or acceptance of somebody else. It's about the tolerance and acceptance of ourselves. That is what it's all about. Because what we're seeing, we know that the universe mirrors everything back to us that is funky or great in our lives. And if it's great, we get more greatness. If it's funky, we get more funkiness. And if we have more fear, more doubt, more homophobia, it's because we are the ones with the problem. Okay. But you're also, for, for a lot of people that may be listening, or that may be of a certain age group, they grew up with a much different familial pattern or message or cultural or social. And I think the work that you're doing is actually breaking those cyclical patterns so we can move forward. I agree. And I have to share this with you because I think it's so beautiful. Um, My best friend, her children, uh, her daughter and son-in-law, they was, she was visiting them and, and she saw they had something on the TV and there were this people kissing and my friend was like, oh, gross. And this was so beautiful. Her son-in-law says, this is normal in our family. We just, this is normal. This is an expression of love is what's being shown up here. And so there's nothing weird here. There's nothing to be itchy about. There's nothing because what we're seeing here is normal affection. And they normal, they bring that into a a space of safety in their home. And that this is a normal way that people show affection to each other. And they are very open with their children about the LGBTQ plus community as well, as well as we are. I've got, so I'm just going to quickly tell you, oh my goodness, a year ago, August 3rd, our son got married to his forever guy and we could not be more happy for the both of them because now I'm, I'm seeing my son just shining his best life and both of them. It's so adorable. They're both so baby hungry. Yes. We're hoping for more grandchildren. We're so excited. Um, but being able to have our, these children today, see, this is, this is part of life. This is part of life. And you have to be the one, whether you are going to go, ooh, yuck, or go, oh, that's a beautiful expression of love. And for those of us that grew up in those old school ways, there was a lot of closed-mindedness. The world is not sitting still for closed-minded people any longer. It's just not. I can feel myself churning in my gut. And I'm like, I want to come out with this big mama bear and go, but that's, it's over and it's old. And it's time to literally wake up, do your own inner work, and realize that every person, every person wants to be loved, wants to be liked, wants to be accepted, 
and wants to be in a relationship where they can share love. That's what it's all about. It shouldn't be exclusive to anyone. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing that. Wow. How can people find you if they're interested in working with you as a life coach? Mm, Super easy. Um, You can go to kaylinrevenzi.com. That's my website. And on there, um, underneath the speaking tab, there is a list towards the bottom of all of my contact information through Facebook, through LinkedIn. I've got my phone number there. I've got my email address there. And just for kicks and giggles, my email address is kaylinrevenzi at gmail.com. For the moment, it's being shifted back over to um, the, the original one. But for now, this is my, my in-between one. So, But yeah, that's where they can reach me at. And, I, and here's the thing. We all need to have help. We all need to go to those places and spaces where our hearts are broken and figure out for ourselves that maybe I can't do this alone. Maybe I really do need some help along the way. And as a life coach, as a spiritual teacher, as an LGBTQ plus advocate, as an angelic Reiki master, working with healing energies, oh, this is powerful stuff because then you're looking at being able to heal things generationally as well. And a lot of this stuff that's coming through around the LGBTQ plus community, those issues, hello, they are generational because of what they believe is truth. So, but that's where you can find me at. Thank you so, so very much for coming on with us, Kaylin. It's been a pleasure and an honor to hear your story. And I'm so excited. Do you have a date for your publishing for your book yet? Um, So I have been told that once in, um, as it is submitted, it takes three to four months for them to do stuff. So you know what? I just put it out to God, the universe, the angels, the heavens. And I said, you know when. So I know this. It'll be this year. And I know that it will be in divine timing when it comes out. Thank you. Oh, you guys, thank you so much. I'm I'm deeply honored to be on this show that you have created this beautiful community that you have gathered around of light workers and of people who are, who are awake. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share my heart. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And I know your story is going to uplift and, and help so many. So we really appreciate you. And, and we'll post some links so that you can get in touch with Kaylin on your own. And we really hope that you check out her work and read her book. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember, as always, to show up, do great work, and share your light. Take care.